Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Slash radio to sign up. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I don't know. Um, we haven't sat down and spoke about it. Um, I never do until Monday with the guys, so... In all honesty, if he if he put that out there, that probably means that he's had all the college or all the Arkansas that he, that he wants. I I just haven't talked to him about it. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm gonna say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Chris Kane, John Neighbors off today. It's a Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. There's a lot to react to. And I want to throw something out there to the listeners. Now, going into the game, the football game against Missouri, kind of got a result that was expected there as far as a loss. But, are you more disappointed in what happened with the football game because there was an expected loss mm. or the basketball team losing two games? So what was more disappointing overall? <laughs> and I'm not talking about the entire season. I'm talking about One the game. result of the Missouri-Arkansas game because, you know, there was some doubt there. And then the basketball team, everything is promising. And they come away, you know, three games, two losses in three games. Oh, basketball. I think just – and not that I'm not not worried, more worried about football, but more disappointed in basketball because even though it's a you know it's one of those t- neutral site tournaments, kind of early season tournaments, you're still going against top quality competition, and to fall short and have some of the shortcomings that you were hoping would be corrected, you know even it's early in the season, but with the off season recruitment, the transfer portal, and how. Coach Musselman and that staff have addressed some of last season's issues in terms of what they were lacking to get past that Sweet 16. Yeah, I think it was a little disappointing, and it probably won't have much bearing at all once we get closer to March. Muss's teams always seem to, to start like this. It's it's a new group gelling together early and figuring out how to play together. The only thing is this time you had a lot more senior and graduate-laden leadership as opposed to freshmen. If it was a bunch of freshmen, then you go, hey, they're just freshmen. They're just learning how to play the game at this level and with each other. When you have a lot of senior leadership, that's when it becomes a little more, okay, these guys have been there. They've played at a high level of basketball, but they're still learning how to play with each other. But, yeah, just more disappointing because, like you said, with football, very few were, even with the line being as close as it was, I think very few were expecting you know, a win and, and – I think the only thing is the outcome was expected. It's just how the outcome was was presented was probably the most disappointing or upsetting part. I'm going to say football mainly just because of what you just said, Chris. We know how far Musselman can take this to now. Yes, we want to go further, but you know that he can go into deep tournament runs, and they typically don't turn it on until sometime at least in February and all that. It definitely was disappointing, though, like you said, to go on the national scene and early, early three early chances – that you just had, you passed the first one, last two didn't go your way, but for football, 
it's I mean it's some of this is reiterating what you just said, but it's the whole we have nothing to look forward to really going into the off season. Nothing on campus, uh, right? right now. Nothing on campus right now. Right as now, it stands on, I, I on think November twenty seventh. Change. We're a reactionary That's bunch right. now. By, by the society, we, and if we come in, if we were to come in next Monday and talk, we might be talking about. We very likely will be talking about a whole different scenario. But as of right now, as Joe asked this question, it's definitely football to me, just because. There's nothing that I am really other than hey we got maybe one of the best kickers in the nation coming back, and we got two, and we got did that, he already commit? There you go too. I mean we don't know 100 percent sure, but also <laughs> why you, would he? You very exactly. likely, you know? yeah, and you very likely got two great tight ends. Uh, we, well, we assume are going to be. I think great one, if, if he can hold on to one of them for sure. That's yeah. right. If you can if you can hold on to Ty Washington and Luke Oz, then you're you're really winning. But. That's just right now with basketball, it's still so early. Yes, again, you would have loved to put on a little bit better performance as opposed to just one out of three. But just with football, I look at some of the past losing seasons. With 08, you had plenty to look forward to with Petrino. With 05, you knew that Darren McFadden, Felix Jones were coming back. Other coming off of losing seasons, you just had some stuff to look forward to. And like you said, it's a a portal world, so things are going to change by the second. But right they now, better. just they, yeah, they absolutely. <laughs> okay, yeah, and it's it's you know cool that you said that they better. But Kyle brought up something that that's the other side of it. It's like okay, the transfer portal that's cool and everything because you're thinking about who you can get, but also you do have to think about who you're going to lose. If you lose some players, then you know that kind of balances it out, and there's a lot of unknown, especially like when we talk about this basketball team, and you know we know that there's a lot of talent on it. But we know with the change and the turnover in the roster every year, you don't know what to expect. There's always unknown with the basketball team. Especially must this has been must even pre you know, portal era. You know, he was he was the reason that uh What's his name? The the dude, John Rothstein, um, all the, calls the him importer. the importer, is because that's been his history even before the portal was used a thing. Free he yeah, would always do that. Yeah, and so. You know, I think that with Muss, his teams are always going to have to learn how to play together early on, go through some growing pains, and then they really start hitting stride. Everybody wants their football team to be playing best in November. Everybody wants their basketball team to be playing best in February and March. And Muss has historically done that. So it's just one of those part. It's part of having him as a coach. It always seems to start a little slow. And then we all forget about this by the time February rolls around and then they're deep into conference play. However, I'm wondering... And I've already thought about this. I think I'm going to clip uh, John Neighbors' uh, podcast today because you know he was echoing the same sentiment as a lot of the fans right now. And what we've been saying, you know, what do you say? I mean, how do you get excited for this? I am betting that <laughs> if they have a great portal and if they have if they hire a top notch you know rock star offensive coordinator, it's going to flip like that. Absolutely, and that it always does. That's it. It's just a reactionary environment, and it's sports, and it's a high level of sports, so it's going to be hyper reactive, but. This could all change with an offseason that has a lot of hard work. And that's the thing, right? Coach Pittman said after the press conference, a lot of hard work. I think he reiterated, a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work has to go into it. Yeah, you're right. You're saying it. Now you got to go follow through on it. A lot of hard work and a lot of financial incentives, both for coaches and players, to come to the University of Arkansas because that's really going to be the selling point. Everyone keeps asking, how are we going to sell the fans? How is he going to – someone asked earlier, how are they going to sell recruits and parents? It's pretty easy if you have a fund to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I say easy as in that seems to be the biggest driving force. Talk to any coach at the D1 level these days, at any FCS, FBS, any of those levels. That's a driving force right now, and understandably so. And that's why I look at things overall as far as, like, seasons. So, you know, favorite teams, my favorite team, Steelers. I'm I'm not one that is – wins are hard to come by – but I'm not one that's up and down with the season. It's like, you know, they win a game. Everybody wants to tell you, hey, congrats, they won a game. They won this weekend. They lose. Oh, sorry, they lost. I mean, for me, it's like I'm not going to be – it's not life-changing for me if they win or lose. So I'm looking at the entire result. I'm not week to week like I'm so up that they won, and then the next week I'm so down that they lost. Why do you think that is? I, I, I think it, it comes with age maybe because – I'm not so invested in it to the point that, like I said, there are more important things in life that I think about other than 
watching my favorite team, and they won a game where they lost a game. Well, you've also been watching it long enough to know that great seasons can turn bad and bad seasons can turn great. You've seen that with NFL, college, across the board. So I think with your age, like you said, I know that as I get older and now that I have sport, now I just do mainly high school stuff, but just now that sports is my career, I don't, I'm not nearly invested in it like I used to be. Like, it doesn't, like, yes, I'm, I'm sad where the Razorbacks are as a fan, but at the same time, too, it's just kind of like, well, it's not really the end of the world because it doesn't affect my everyday life. Okay, so Chris, you, you have know a comment why. about this. I know why. Okay, tell me. Because your team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joe, they're one of the most <laughs> successful franchises in the history of sports. They have not had a losing season since... Um, when, did, when was the last one? And you can't even think about it. Yeah, That's it, how it, long it's, ago okay, it's been. Okay, but it's been a while, Chris, but I'm saying... Even thinking about that part of it, let's say they finished the season. I don't even want to put that on them, but let's say like last season, for example, if they had gone four and thirteen, and you know you're watching losing game after losing game, I'm not one that's going to say, "Oh man, I you know I, I don't care to watch them anymore because they're just so bad." I don't. No, that's my favorite team. I'm going to sit down and watch them. No matter what the result was the week before or the past two weeks or whatever, I'm going to continue to watch throughout the end of the season. And it may be a bad season, but I'm not going to step away because they're having a bad season. But they don't have bad seasons. So that's a pure hypothetical you get to create without – you've never had to experience it. Like, think about this. You say a 4-13, and right, if they had done that last season. Yeah. Well, let's let's equivocate it to college, so not as many games. Let's say they went – Four and thirteen, and then they had a five and twelve, and then but it was strung along. So it's not one bad season; it's you string along multiple bad seasons. Then the apathy wears on you a little bit. That's what I think Razorback fans are feeling because well, this has been the worst. Let's put it on Razorbacks then. In let's, Razorback football, let's do that. I I watch every Razorback game. I don't say no. They're so bad that I'm, I'm I can't watch them. I can't watch them anymore. And there's nothing to look forward to. There may not be anything to look forward to, <laughs> but I'm still going to sit there and watch the game. Now, part of it is it is job-related, so I have to pay attention. But from a fan standpoint, I'm still invested in, in wanting to watch the games just to see the flow of the game, what happens, if there is something to take away from it with the coaches, with the players. I'm still invested in it. And I'm and I'm not just turned away because oh they're bad and I I can't bear to watch. Well, eventually disasters do become you know, you do want to watch disasters after a while. I mean that does become a, some sad form of entertainment, even if you're invested as a fan. Like, but I I see it as like you are when the Lakers were going through the rough patch. I still watched. You did. Yes. Until LeBron went there. Until then, yeah. <laughs> and and I still watch now because I like. I like LeBron. I like whoa, every- whoa, whoa, no, no, whoa, no, 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 no. Oh, whoa! I like everything about LeBron except for the fact that when he goes to a team, they completely destroy the team. Yes, the coach is going to get fired, and several players are going to move out, and several players are going to move in. But as far as LeBron being the player that he is, what he does on the court, what he does off the court, I love everything about him. But there is—that's the thing that I. The Lakers have gone through hardship. You know, even a storied franchise like that. The Yankees somewhat, you know, I mean, they've gone through some hardships as well in terms of just paying and paying and paying and not seeing the results. The Steelers have not gone through hardships. You guys have had the I'm a most Yankees fan incre- also. So I know you are. You that's, know why that I bring them up. Right. that's why I bring them up. But that's what I mean is like in football, which is the most popular sport, you have been blessed, my friend, to be able to not have to worry about four and 13 seasons. Now not have to worry well, about five and 12. There's well, Chris, still a worry, though, Chris, because... There have been times, and this was in, in Mike Tomlin's tenure, they had a five-game losing streak. Just a, a few years ago, when Ben Roethlisberger was out for the season, they started 1-4. and four. Now, they did correct it, but you don't know at that time that they're going to be able to put it together because, you know. think well, Mason you know. Rudolph was the quarterback. Duck Hodges was the quarterback. So, no, you, do, you yeah, didn't Mike know Tomlin, at that time. He's one of the greatest coaches of this generation. And, and you know what? People complain about him all the time. I know the they time. do. I know because, again, you guys are so successful and you have such a high bar that, I mean, 
you you just and look, I say this as someone who's been through NFL hell as a Jaguar fan. So like, I look at the Steelers franchise, I'm like, they want to get rid of Mike Tomlin. I'll take him. They're nip- That's the most, especially in today's world. That is the most underrated stat in sports that the Steelers have had three coaches in sixty plus years. Absolutely. But I was gonna say that my team has one less Super Bowl the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. then the Steelers, and I have been through absolute hell in the 21st (laughs) century, which is crazy because really from uh, the 80s were rough and really other than maybe parts of the 60s, but pretty much other than that, I don't know what it is, man, but it's like been the most up and down for Cowboys fans, especially in the 21st century, more so down. Texter writes in, he says, watching a game on TV and paying for a ticket Two different things. I don't mind watching the team lose on TV. And I get that. I mean, you saw, what do you think? You saw the pictures, I'm sure, the fans in the stands of the Razorback game this past weekend. You know, hearing Baz talk about this morning, he was saying, you know, maybe 35,000, 40,000 max, something like that. You know, half capacity. Right. And, and so, so there's something to that. So if you don't want to go to the games any longer and sit there and put your money in that way and be invested like that, but still continue to support them and watch them on TV, if you want to do that, that's fine. I have no problem with that. And, and it does send a message, though, where Hunter Juracek and people in charge, they get that message more than, than any other one that, you know, just hearing talk about it or seeing oh, no it question. in writing, yeah, yeah, the, you, that's the, the message they yeah. get even lost more revenue, when they see yeah. people not in the stands. Yeah, lost revenue or, or lack of, or, you know. Maybe not lost because a lot of tickets get distributed before it. That's why they announced sixty thousand. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be in the stadium just to see if there was a collective laugh when that announcement is made by the PA announcer. You know, tonight's fan attendance sixty thousand three hundred and thirty-one. Just to hear collective laughter like in a, a, a Tonight Show format would be amazing. Especially when you yeah. pan around the stadium oh, and you yeah, it's tell so obvious. exactly so obvious. unless it seats. You know, 200,000 people, then no. You, obviously not. Let's go to the phones and talk to Ernie. What's up, Ernie? And first of all, for your first question about uh, who's most disappointed in the basketball team or the football team, it's really, it's not been, uh, the football team, I pretty much thought it was going to go this way. I mean, K.J. Jefferson is just not who we who we needed at quarterback, uh, Jacoby Criswell, great player. He may not be the one. So we might have to go to the portal and get something, somebody else from the portal. But the basketball team, we really, if you go to any games like I do, we really don't have the best referees. And the boys and girls club referees <laughs> that we had in Atlanta were terrible. And... But it's more on the referees than it is the basketball team. The basketball team is going to be fine. The football team is going to be fine, too. Like I said, we just get a new offensive coordinator. Hopefully, K.J. goes to the NFL or transfer portal and we get somebody up there that can hit the receivers and stuff like that. Because in the games that we were close in on the road, if you watch them, K.J. makes a few of those passes and don't throw it over their heads. It's a whole different ball game. And stuff. So, uh, that's all I wanted to say, and y'all have a great day. Thanks, Ernie. There are a lot of people that have voiced that same opinion, and we talk about seeing things and hearing things. If you don't think KJ sees and hears those type things, and it could be a factor in what he does next, there there's something to it now uh, as far as if he wants to stick around at Arkansas or he wants to pursue other college options. He sees and hears what people have to say. Well, I, I climbed, not to. Well, and I, I climbed up on this hill, and I'll die on it. While he did regress this year, you got to get some big uglies before you got worry about who's a quarterback. First and foremost, nobody's going to convince me that a lot of his regression was not because, and it wasn't just this, but nobody's going to convince me that a big part of his regression was not him, or was not him basically just thinking the whole time, "I'm about to get whacked." It's just my opinion. I've talked to some former NFL quarterbacks about it, and that's just where I stand on it. I think that was a big reason, just because he didn't trust the guys that were blocking for him and probably maybe didn't even trust some of his receivers. Well, some of the play development was so slow, too. Right, exactly. So that's also a Where the point. route development wasn't fast like it used to be in a Kendall Bryles-style offense, so it was a little bit more slower route development, which 
more time in the pocket, more happy feet, and, and less confidence in your ability to be able to stand and step up in the pocket to make a throw. It certainly hurt him this year. But was it that he was discouraged from running at the beginning of the season, or did he not want to run? And then at some point he said, let me go ahead and take over, because you would think with the ability that he has – Early in the season, if he saw that things weren't going a certain way, that he'd just take over. All right, I, I need to take control here. Let me go ahead and run. You would think. I mean, that yeah, and that's something where he was probably making some business decisions, too. You know, he's been hit a lot in this league, and he's a big kid, and he can throw some linebackers off. I mean, you heard Nick Saban said about him. I mean, he has some freakish athleticism and strength, but all all it takes is just multiple hits in the, in the SEC. Like, I mean, Cam was only in it for one year, okay, Cam Newton. And we saw what happened to him at the next level. And I thought if anyone could handle the NFL, it's someone that looks like that, a quarterback, in terms of being able to be a dual threat for a long period of time. And just multiple hits from big, physical, guys that are just as fast as you. You know, I mean, (laughs) saw last night the kid from Georgia, Jalen Carter, run down Josh Allen to the sideline. I mean, that's the kind of freakish ability you're seeing. And he's a rookie. Okay, but he was in the league last year. And that's why they're on that level. It's next level exactly. when you get there. But you take those hits, like KJ's taken over the last few years, I can kind of get why the first few games he's like, if I don't have to run, I certainly don't want to. And now you're right. As the season progressed, he realized, oh, if I don't run, that not only are we not going to do well, but I'm going to get hit back here. Well, And that's when I think he started running a little, a lot and, more. And you also saw his body language, whether he was mad at Enos, whether he was mad at the line, whether, receivers, who, whether he was mad at fans booing, whatever it may be. His psyche was messed, and that that's a, a duh statement, but it just messes up. It's hard to recover up. from. Exactly. It's hard it to is. recover, especially in a season. If you don't have confidence in the guys in front of you, it's hard to recover from that. And they didn't. There's a lot to it. There's definitely a lot to it. Um, and it's just going to be interesting to see what is KJ's next move. As Coach Pittman said, he has no idea. He doesn't know. But they're going to sit down. They're going to figure it out. And uh, But there's a lot of speculation as far as what KJ will do next. Most assume. I think it would be more surprising if he came back at this point. Yes. It would be. Absolutely. You hear Very guys like surprising. Trey Betty say, you know, hey, yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all if he left. It would be more surprising if he came back. So now the question, and this is what everybody wants, just don't transfer in the league, right? Everybody's like, if you're going to go somewhere, get out of here. We don't want to play you. Yeah, thinking about where he's from, though. Jeff Jeff Levy's offense isn't that impressive. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. In college basketball, Arkansas went 1-2 in the battle for Atlantis, beating Stanford, then losing to Memphis and North Carolina. Next up for them will be Duke, which they host at Bud Walton Arena on Wednesday. Coverage for that game will be on the buzz. Woodrock beat Tulsa on Saturday in overtime, 84-82. They were led by senior guard Jameer Chaplin, who had 27 points and 15 rebounds. They'll take on Ball State tomorrow at the Jack Stevens Center. Coverage for that game will be on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas State got their second win of the season on Saturday as they beat UT Rio Grande Valley 75-58. They were led by DeAndre Dominguez, who had 11 points and 15 rebounds. They host Jackson State tomorrow in Jonesboro. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. At Red River Ram Jeep, we're taking $10,000 off Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000 off. Check us out at RedRiverRam.com for Arkansas's largest inventory during the Black Friday sales event. Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, 
Get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here and it's here to stay. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. These all-natural treatments repair and restore damaged joint tissues, giving you pain-free and movement again. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds for QC Kinetics. Call now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That number one more time, 501-222-8440. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pick. Skin and Piggot. Yep. Hoops in Humnote. Baseball in Bauxite. Long shots in Lavanca. All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday night lights and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Hey, everybody, it's John Neighbors. i got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jackson. They've been doing business since 1957 and to this day remains the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership in all the land. I can tell you from personal experience, I went and bought my own truck from there and I would not change anything about the experience. Not only did they have exactly the type of truck that I was looking for, but they made sure that they got me into the vehicle at a price that I could afford and making it very easy to make it all happen. I loved going over there and getting a vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet. They have award-winning sales and service, a friendly, no-pressure environment, and the best thing about it is they have been family-owned by Arkansans since 1957. So they have a great service department. So once you do buy your vehicles, you can keep bringing it back because they will always make sure that your vehicle gets taken care of. So check out Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. And you can always shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short and it's intercepted. Inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer. Transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board. On 1037 The Buzz. great time to get the Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7, later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour, apps for 2 4 and $6. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out, wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action, so... Last week would have been a great time to get to Twin Peaks, and it's always a great time to get to Twin Peaks because you see all the sporting events going on tonight for Monday Night Football. It's the Bears and Vikings. Twin Peaks is definitely the place to check all that out. But there's college football, NFL, NHL, NBA, whatever the sport is, Twin Peaks has it at all times, along with the great food and drinks. So get by Twin Peaks today. And have a great time. It's Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Yeah, the bad moon on the right. 
It's Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Chris Kane, and uh, Razorback football is the hot topic today. Shocker. Even though there's been a lot going on, but we got into a little bit of basketball. And uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, someone says, definitely more disappointed in the basketball team and the result there, losing two or three games. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, we had mixed, you know, we kind of went back and forth on it. Sad that the uh, the conversations, <laughs> what are you most disappointed about this weekend? <laughs> when it, but that's what it was. It was a disappointing weekend. Upsetting for a lot of people. People are still mad about the game on Friday with Missouri. And I think the basketball is not mad. It's, it's more disappointed that they wouldn't have a better showing. And, you know, they kept it close with North Carolina. And you're thinking, okay, yeah, we'll see what the second half brings. And it was not kind. And, and I'm not sure anybody's really mad about the game itself. They're mad moving forward. Like, what is this thing going to be? What what are we looking for at? Football? Yeah, for football. Yeah, you saw someone say, because it, it did seem like they were waiting, of course, to uh, see what the FIU game was before um, Hunter Yurchek was going to say anything about you know Sam Pittman as job security. And he waited until after, which we thought was very interesting. And uh, someone on our, Southern, on our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line said, too bad we won the FIU game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's how some people are thinking. That's how some people are because it, you know some people wanted it to be like Chad Morris's Western Kentucky game where you knew where it was headed, but you knew if he had lost that game, it's over. And so for the ones who wanted Sam gone, they were hoping that that might happen just so it would end it. But afterwards, obviously, it didn't. And not only did it not end it, it reinforced and <laughs> and locked him in for another year after that <laughs> statement from Hunter Yurichek, regardless of. What was going to take place the next week, which was an absolute shellacking That's by just hilarious to hear. Just to hear that thought and to hear you say that. <laughs> Thinking that the result of the FIU game assured everything, it reassured everything to say that, yeah, this is the r- direction we're going. Not a place you want to be as, a, as an SEC program where the status of your coach hinges on winning that game. And that's, but that's what it was. And he, look, I think a lot of it was financial. I mean, I, th- I think it's, again, I think I said this last week, it's just kind of being thrown out that he's a nice guy and they like him. And, yeah, I think that can be true, but both can be true. I think a lot of it is financial and they're just reallocating some of the funding that would go towards a massive $20 million buyout package for Pittman and all the coaches and, and trying to spread the love a little bit. New offensive staff, players coming in with some NIL collective uh, money and financial backing. It does feel like it's, it's more so budgetary than than anything. Meanwhile, places other than here, you see them hit that reset button. Now, A&M, that was a no-brainer, but Mississippi State is a place that people are going to look at to say, wait a minute, if they can come up with a certain amount of money now, it's not the same amount say, of money. A little lower. Yeah, but I mean, they if, had, they, if, their situation, though, Joe, you know, is so unique in what happened to them, right? I mean, don't you think yeah, that? Yeah, that, yeah, it's, yeah it's, there's it, no doubt. It, I mean, no one really thought if, if it worked out great, but it was a stopgap. It was, we had tragedy strike. We had to act quickly. We acted as quick as possible. But to hit that reset button after one season, like, if that was the case, why didn't they just continue to have him as the interim coach for this entire season, and then we can work it out from there? Yeah, I mean, that yeah, would have yeah. made the most sense. Because you have to think that the reason why they did let him go is because they, not just necessarily what happened on the field, they just didn't really like the direction, maybe just with the things that, way the way practices were going or uh, in their meeting that they had. That's kind of what I took out of that. Because like you said, it's just with that situation that was so unique and he wasn't even the head coach for a full calendar year. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Ryan in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Oh, I gotta say, uh, I gotta agree with y'all about the basketball. Comparing to which one was more disappointing, because the uh, you know everybody kind of knew the problems going into that Missouri game. Plus, you losing, finding out you're not going to have either one of your best running backs going to that game, and then KJ goes down uh, like that first drive of our you know that we had the game, and I pretty much knew then. Well, this is going to be a good development game for uh, for Chris. Well, let's see how he does. And uh, fortunately, we didn't get shut out. So that's that's the one plus. I'm not trying to sound like a like I'm okay with losing none of that. Cause I, I'm not. But at the same time, I, I realize what the reality of the situation is that uh, KJ was was the, was the glue of the offense for the for the for the year. And then we were fortunate in what, what what wins we got we got because of KJ. So I just uh, that's kind of where I was at with that. And uh, 
I want to agree with you, y'all too about Tomlin. Uh, or yeah, it is Tomlin, right? For, yes. Uh, for Steelers head coach. I haven't brain for it. I've had a long weekend, blah blah. But anyway, too much turkey. But uh, you know, I, I, I've said this once before. Whenever uh, I told you about my my uncle who was a uh, Steelers fan, he hopped off the bandwagon. He wasn't a Tomlin fan and went and joined the Kansas City. I told him then. I said, you're, uh, I said you're crazy because I would take Tomlin at Denver in a heartbeat. It's, of course, this was before before Sean. Um, Sean Payton. So, but anyway, but I, 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 I don't get it. I'm, I'm with y'all on that. He's definitely one of the, I would say top, probably top three coaches in the NFL right now. But uh, that's my thoughts. I hope y'all have a great day and go Hawks. Hey, thanks, Ryan. And that is a case of being the ultimate bandwagon jumper and what have you done for me lately? You go from being a Steelers fan to now all of a sudden it's like I'm a Chiefs fan because the Chiefs are the standard of the NFL right now. Yes, no. whether you like it or not. Our buddy Joe Klein, to me, is the ultimate Chiefs fan. This is a man who who went through some really hard times with that franchise. Marty Schottenheimer, like winning 14 of 16 games a year, 13, 14 wins, and then they get to the playoffs right. and lay an egg. That's right. It was pure disappointment almost every time they got to the post. They had great players over yeah. you know last several well, decades, but they weren't winning titles. Yeah. With Schottenheimer and Dick Vermeil in 03, yeah. you had Priest Holmes, you went up started 13-14-0, and, and then had the bye week and you lose in the division round. And that, that happens actually pretty frequently, but that was a team. And Priest Holmes was at his prime. Dante Hall was in his prime. That was that was some brutal times. They just couldn't quite ever get over that hump. Oh, man. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson, yes. yeah. Now, they had some great players back then. Now, the, now they're the easy pick, right? Yeah. And they're Taylor yeah. Swift's our favorite team now, you know. It's and that's amazing. It's, they in they are too. the pop culture team at this point, <laughs> you know. They're they're in all the Kelsey and Mahomes and all the commercials. So it is funny how it all it takes, and it just goes to show you for a franchise, for an NFL franchise, or even I mean, collegiate's a little different different because it's so coach centric because the players come and go, and now they they come and go so much quicker because of the portal where they just kind of hop around. And you only get them for four, five years, or in this case, I mean, six or seven. We're seeing some players play with the COVID years, um, but at at those levels, it just takes one. In college, one great coach and and putting together some good classes. I mean, Alabama before Nick Saban was a joke in the SEC. It, between between Bear Bryant and Nick Saban, there was you know they had scandal in the early two thousand. Other than the Gene Stallings years, yes. but, the, but for the most part, yes, it was. Late nineties, early two thousands. It was they were they were like, oh, which kicker's going to miss the game winning field goal this time? You know, so the, all it takes is one at mm-hmm. the collegiate level, one coach to impact your program, and at the next level, you get the quarterback and coach. The rest, I mean, but you can you intertwine players left and right, like Kansas City has done. You know, and they've drafted extremely and well. And that, that's what's amazing about it on the NFL level. You can have all that success, but you still have to win it. Look at the Bills right now. If the Bills come up short and don't make the playoffs, forget all the success they've had over the past five seasons. Sean McDermott is getting fired. And and that's just the reality of it. Because they expect to go deep into the playoffs, and then they expect to at some point win. And how different is that now compared to historically where you had coaches, if they were successful, you know, you allow for a bad year. It It happens. I mean, it's... In the ups and downs, especially in the NFL, where it's the hardest place to win, it's the hardest league to bet by far. And you have these ups and downs with your franchise. You have the Bills, who, you know, had this storied franchise. They went to four straight Super Bowls, and now they're six and six. I mean, six and six for a team that's expected to contend, and they still might. I mean, they still have a path to get to the playoffs. Now we talk about schedule, though. Their schedule is yeah. rock. Yeah, it's brutal. Well, and Chris, you asked that about coaches. How long did Jeff Fisher ride the I almost won the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that at the one yard shy of winning. He the rode Super that Bowl. for a long yeah. time as a well, he almost won a Super Bowl. And I'll tell you another one that it I know we're about to go to a break. This is kind of a hot take, but John Gruden, he won that Super Bowl with with uh Tampa Bay and I mean really after that. What what did he do? And made millions because of it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying he he made his money elsewhere doing that quarterback thing, and of course all the other stuff doing being a broadcaster. He's the highest paid employee at ESPN. It, absolutely, yeah. he made his money in that way. But I'm just saying, other than that Super Bowl, what did he do after that? Well, and he won that Super Bowl the moment Tony Dungy left town. And if you exactly. hear some of the players, Simeon Rice has said this before. They said that was Tony Dungy's team yeah. when they asked about it. So yeah, no. 
If you win one, though, they ran Doug Peterson out of town at in Philadelphia that though, was two really years quick. after one. Yep. Okay? It can happen. It happens in a hurry. More of Out of Bounds coming up. Stay tuned. Watney Chevrolet has consistently been at the top when it comes to new Chevrolet sales in their zone, surpassing dealers from Northeast Arkansas to Mississippi. And that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade-in used vehicles. Since these cars have to go before the end of the year, Watney Chevrolet is hosting a used car liquidation sale that beats anything in the market. And to make it happen, they've partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. Every major manufacturer is represented. And they're all good enough for mom. Used tracks as low as $299 per month. Sparks as low as $279 per month. How about a car payment under $200? Get in a Rogue as low as $174 a month. It's Guatney Chevrolet's used car liquidation sale. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Stock numbers 24831A. P9526 25105A. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Few performers in hog history have been as electric as the legendary Gary Anderson on his way to two All-Southwest Conference first-team selections, as well as two bowl MVPs, Anderson amassed over 5,000 total yards, and it seemed that most of them were gained soaring through the air like Superman, able to leap tall linebackers and defensive backs in a single bound. Anderson was just spectacular. You really couldn't quite believe what you were seeing. But those who watch number 43 will never forget his greatness. Double B's will also never forget you, as we are here to help you through your busy day. Stop by for a burger or hot plate lunch in Rosebud or some Baskin-Robbins ice cream in Clinton or Cabot. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your Big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 103.7 The Buzz.
It's out of bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Chris Kane. We're going to get into your Razor Hog update. We're going to hear more from Coach Pittman here in just a minute, but we're going to go back to the phones and talk to Pete. What's up, Pete? Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good, good. How's everything with you? Good. Uh, I just flew in from Europe, so I haven't heard any of the news. Did we win or lose this weekend? <laughs> uh, are you talking? Hey, catch, catch me up. You're you talking guys, football? Yeah. You're talking basketball? Uh, what are we know. talking about here, Pete? No, I, I, I caught them all. Hey, um, yeah, Hunter's not the problem, and I, I've just been listening to you guys while, while driving. Hunter is not the problem. Moreover, moreover, uh, uh, in my opinion, he's always been a great AD. Um, number two, and I think you've said this forever, uh, regarding football or even basketball, but football particularly, NIL does not solve anything. N- NIL doesn't guarantee anything. Not you know, not a single W. Uh, and in some teams and in some you know athletic systems, NIL can be a greater problem because fans expect so much more when the when the administration tells them hey we've got we've got good nil uh and you know that immediately right that ups the ante on fans expectations because they think they've got some money to some buy some players and i even put out on on twitter um i guess late saturday night that listen i mean this is not complicated this is simple common life stuff and i know chris and kyle would would agree put okay so for example sam's just been you know over his head over his skis it's been you know he's a nice guy that doesn't like having honestly frank talk that could lead to subordinates being fired you know i mean i think we've all seen that and i liken it to and i've said this before another professional circles i liken it to the uh, uh, either of us four right but take the four of us okay we're, pr- we're all pretty smart we're all pretty you know successful we all have uh good habits bad habits and all of that stuff but put joe put yourself or kyle put yourself or even chris as the ceo of laguardia airport i like this example i often use it so you're, you're tomorrow you're getting paid a ton of money which is irrelevant but tomorrow you're the CEO of LaGuardia Airport. As good as you are right now, successful and as go-getter as all of us are, that doesn't guarantee success, you know, because I'm good at my old job or I'm good at a much smaller funnel-down uh, career path in, the, in, in my past. In other words, people think I'm pretty good at the things I do, but it doesn't mean that I should be placed in positions where I'll never succeed. Point number four yeah, is that the average coach uh, tenure at a, at a location is what, 3.75 years, 3.5 years? And coaches don't generally leave for good reasons. They leave for bad reasons. So if the average life expectancy of a of a in- Ah, uh, Pete. It was just getting good there, Man, Pete. Man, I've what, noticed. It, I've it, noticed that's been an issue. Yeah, is, recently. Is, is that us or is I that? I don't know, but it, the phone, phones are. I didn't do it. A big time. Kyle, remember this happened last week. Who would he had on on drive time? Uh, I think it was, oh, it was we Bart. Were, we were, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Bart. It was. We were yeah. talking to Bart. It happened like three straight times. Oh yeah. So it, it, it may be something on this end for yeah, sure. I don't know, but it, it, it like they get going. They're talking. All of a sudden, it just hits that, and you just wonder why is the call being dropped? So. Well, we're going to get into your Razor Hog update, and uh, we'll come back in the next hour, and we're still going to react. It's a Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. But for now, we're going to do the Razor Hog update. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Your Razor Hog Update. Everybody is looking forward to what Arkansas does next as far as the offensive coordinator. 
Here's what Coach Pittman had to say about a new OC. Well, I hope so because the portal comes open, you know, on Friday and uh, next Friday. So, and obviously with the kids that we have that are committed, I think the, the you want to be right, but you also want to be uh, as fast as you possibly can. You know, you would like to get some guys in here maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, so they could talk to the kids uh, before. Uh, we need to go out on the road, but I don't know if that's possible or not, but obviously we've been in conversations with several several different people. Coach Pittman also went on to comment about what he wants to see in a new OC. I think you have to find the fit, but you know you certainly you certainly want a guy that brings something special to to the university, um, whether that be um, you know what KB did in the past. Uh, whether that be a combination of what Kendall did and and some pro style stuff, you know, I think we need a guy that really wants to be here and, and understands Arkansas. And uh, but the number one thing is we need somebody that understands how to run the football, and uh, because we have to run the football, in my opinion, to win. And of all the problems that we've had this year, in all honesty. It all stemmed a bunch of it because we can't run the football. Arkansas is is uh, uh, very well respected by some of the folks that I've been able to talk to, and I feel very very good that that we'll get an offensive coordinator that wants to be wants to be here and wants to um, um, lead help lead our program uh, to a lot of a lot of great things. Coach Pittman also went on to talk about the entire staff coaching staff there at Arkansas? Now those questions are, uh, you know, hard to answer. Um, uh, obviously, uh, I'd like to uh, have a little bit more time to evaluate everybody, but um, those are all, those are hard to answer at this point. You know, we, have to, we just got our butt kicked, you know, and, and uh, I need to take some time to figure out exactly what we need to do. Um, over the entire and over the entire staff. Coach Pittman just mentioned about uh, getting a butt kicking with the Missouri game. There was also some reaction where Eli Drinkwitz said that Missouri came to win a football game and Arkansas came to fight. So Coach Pittman had some comments about the fight in the second quarter. You know, obviously uh, the quarterback was hit late, out of bounds, and then uh, their their offensive line came in to our bench and, you know, uh, and then we retaliated, and and uh, we can't have that. But um, you know, then it went on to the field. I'm glad. I think we got it stopped fairly quick. You know, and all those things. Both uh, Eli and myself, and and our people, I felt like got it stopped pretty quick. But uh, you know, it just as rivalry, it escalated into um, on our sideline. I think they had some problems over on theirs as well. It's out of bounds. Hour three is right around the corner. We got a quick break here. We'll be back on the other side. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Chris Kane, out of bounds. Stay tuned. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson.